Hello, welcome to the Apostolic Church International Virginia Central Assembly with our head pastor, Samuel Ampong. We hope you enjoy today's service. May God bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless you for this day that you've brought us from far and near to come and sit at your feet so that you will feed us, Lord. You've given us your body and your blood. Now is the word that Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. This morning, let a word proceed out of your mouth to bring us life and to nurture us into maturity in you. This is the first Sunday in the month of February, Lord. This is a month of a difference. Is a man that will bring progress and expansion. That we will know you better. That we will experience who you are. Not only in our lives, but also in our surroundings. I commit myself to you, Lord, that as a vessel. Use me, Lord, to bless everyone here. As John said, let me decrease so he might increase. May you increase in the podium. May you increase in the building. May you increase in every heart that you will give us a receptive heart to receive from you this hour. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Shall we take our Bibles if you have one and just rise to your feet. It is important we remind ourselves and say after me, I, I thank God for February. And I'm in God's presence today to hear his word. Lord Jesus, I surrender my heart to you this morning. That whatever you have prepared for me, I am more than ready for it. Therefore, grant me the grace to receive from your word. Let your word impart knowledge and impart strength. That I leave this building filled with your word and your spirit. Please splash it on your head and say, uh, your chest and say, I love God's word. And take your seats in his presence. Amen. I am here this morning to do one assignment. That is to introduce the month of February. This month we have a team that will be guiding the ministration of the word in the building. And I believe it's going to be a team that will change your life and that of mine for better. Because our work with God should be progressive. And that is whenever we are talking about change, we are talking about a positive one. We are talking about stepping up, not what, stepping down. The life and the journey of the believer is upward journey. So we must always be growing up. And the more we grow up, it means we are getting closer and closer to God. The more he reflects on us and the more we radiate, praise God, or we reveal his nature, the more we become like him and the more people see him in us. Because we are his true representation here on earth, praise God. You are not ordinary. So this man, have it in mind or remind yourself that you are a true representation of the creator. Amen. And it is important to know what God has for you this month. This month, 
The team is obtaining favor and uncommon blessing. Say it after me. Obtaining favor and uncommon blessing. Say it again. Obtaining favor and uncommon blessing. Say it to yourself that this month of February, I will receive divine favor. Or I will obtain favor and uncommon blessing. Say it to yourself as you believe it. That this month of February, I will obtain favor and uncommon blessing. If you believe it, give God a clapping offering. If you believe that this month of February, you will obtain favor with God and uncommon blessing. Beloved, I want you to know it will happen. Because the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So whatever you believe in your heart and it becomes a discourse in your heart, Bible says you will surely become that. So let this statement sit in your heart that you have entered into a new month and this month is a month where you will obtain favor and uncommon blessing. Anyone that finds favor with God, what shows that you have found favor with God is uncommon blessing experience. That is what favor does. Favor positions you for uncommon blessing. It's a strategic positioning where the Lord bypasses everyone because of something very unique he wants to do in your life just to project his glory that others will know that yes, there is a God in your life. Praise the Lord. So that is what we are focusing on this month. But there is something that I want you to know because whenever we are talking about favor, there is one thing also comes to mind called grace because in some instances, the Bible uses grace in place of favor. So in certain places, you will see that these two words are used interchangeably. But in other cases, you will learn also that they are separated. Now, I want you to know why. Because grace, as we know it to be, is unmerited favor. Which means grace is something that God does for you, not because of what you have done, but it is by his own divine prerogative or his own divine decision that I just want to lavish this person with this kind of thing. You don't come into the equation. It is divine decision that nobody can question it. And nobody can tell why God did that. Praise God. But by his own divine nature, he decides to lift one and to bring one a base. To position one for something bigger and to let the other go without anything. That is what God does. But the good news is that once you become the child of God, you are positioned for his blessings. For grace to work in favor of you. But when you're talking about favor, which is different from grace, favor is by merit. Favor is by merit. So favor is not something you just receive. Favor, you have to work for it. Praise God. Because I want you to understand this thing carefully because many a time people pray for favor. It's not wrong to pray, but you must first Position yourself for it before you can pray for it. Favor is not something just happened. 
Whether it is in the realm of God or even in the human realm. Because the Bible talks about favor with God and favor with men. But it is important to know that for one to receive favor, there are things you need to know. But even before we get deeper, let me read something in the book of Proverbs chapter 5, verse 35. Sorry, chapter 8, verse 35. Proverbs chapter 8. It says, for whoever finds me, finds life. And receive favor from the Lord. Now, if you are very conversant with the book of Proverbs, the one speaking here is wisdom. Wisdom is saying that he who finds me receives life and also what? Receive favor from the Lord. Why when you find faith, when you receive wisdom, it gives you life and also what? Give you favor. God, wisdom if you bring it to a literal meaning, is the right application of knowledge. So when the knowledge you receive from God is rightly applied, then it positions you for God to do something uncommon for you. Praise God. So when you receive the word of God, and you apply it accordingly, because anytime the word of God is applied, you are invoking the power of God to work in favor of you. Because God has already spoken that anyone that obeys me, that is the one that I will show my love greatly to. That is the one that will know me better. That is the one that will know other dimensions of me that others are not previewed to. Last time I told you that God has many dimensions. Okay, so you may know God to be caring, but God is not only somebody who cares. God is also what? Somebody who is just. He's not only the God of justice, but he's also the God of power. You can know and experience God by a new birth experience, but there is another dimension where the spirit of God comes upon you and he empowers you to do the impossible. But when you have that, uh, that dimension, there's another dimension of God that the spirit of God leads you to where you are able to live above sin and the world. Where you get to a point that you cannot be tempted. It's a dimension. Yes, everybody experiences blessings. Everybody gives tithes and offerings. So somewhere, somehow, we receive blessing. But there are people who are able to do more for the kingdom. And because of that, God revealed himself in a different dimension where they begin to experience God's blessings in a way that when you hear and see it, it will blow your mind. Let me give you a typical example. Like in the church, the Bible said in the beginnings, in the church, where everybody was doing what he or she believes he or she is empowered to do, there was this woman called Dorcas. Whereas everybody was doing something, she was doing uncommon things. The Bible said this woman works and all her earnings, she used it to show clothes for the disciples to go and preach the gospel when the season and the weather is not favorable. So she was showing to them very expensive clothes that can contain them in the weather, the bad weather. And this is what the woman was doing and it became a greater thing in the church. So Bible says it got to a time the woman died. When everyone dies, they bury. But this woman died 
died in the church, but they couldn't bury her. <laughs> Praise God. This woman died, they couldn't bury her. Bible said they laid her down and they heard that Peter is somewhere in Joppa. They said, go and bring Peter down. Now, this woman experienced a dimension in God that was uncommon to many. She died, but they couldn't bury her. They needed her alive. Indeed, they went to call Peter. Peter came and prayed. And the lady came back alive. Praise God. Today, my prayer for you is that strategically you'll be positioned in the Lord. That you will know God in the area which you've never known him before. And it will be an area where it will favor you and it will make room for you. That to the point where you've been rejected and refused many times. But you will go to the same place and you will be accepted and be embraced. That there are certain doors you've been seeking to open and for many years and days and months, they are not opening. But because of the favor of God, those doors will be opened. That is my prayer for you in the month of February. So favor is gaining approval. I want to talk about favor. Is gaining what? Approval. Somebody approving you. And it is always the person who decides to give you favor. The one to receive, you have to position yourself. But the one to give is the one who decides. He is the one that approves that, no, I want to give it to this woman. I want to give it to this brother. Not only approval, but also what? Acceptance. To gain favor is to be accepted. And also what? To also be accepted all for special benefits and what? Blessings. So when you are accepted or approved, what follows up is what we tell as what? Special benefits or blessing. In other words, uncommon blessing. Now I want to, to, I want to take us through three ways that we can position ourselves so that we can attract the favor of God. Three ways. Number one, you can attract favor or obtain favor by God's own discretion. Now, God can decide to favor you for no reason. That nobody can understand. God can decide to lift you up and position you somewhere and open certain doors unto you that people will look at you and they will say that by their standard and by their measurement, they can tell that you don't qualify, but it has been given to you anyway. God does that. Let me give you one example in the Bible. When you read Luke chapter number one, the verse number 28 through to 33, it says, Gabriel appeared to her, said, this is about Mary, greetings, favored woman. The angel said to her, hey, let, let me tell you something. The reason of me coming to you is because you are favored. Heaven has what? Make a decision that you have been chosen. Mary had no idea about it. When this discussion was going on in heaven, he has, he has no clue to it. She was not involved. She was not told. But she had angelic visitation. And said, oh, greetings to you. Thou favored woman. Wow. The Lord is with you. 
Bible says, confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary. The angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. And you will name him what? Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the Moshai. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Praise God. This is a young damsel in a small town living her own life. She had no idea about what is going on in the heavens. She was from a poor family, but very what? Committed to life. Going about her daily routines as a young lady. Then all of a sudden, she saw a very weird experience. Or she had a weird experience where um, uh, somebody looking like a human being standing in front of her and saying that you are highly favored. What is this? The Bible says she was disturbed and confused. God, what is this? This man is saying. And she waited to hear. And he said, do you know what happened? Heaven has made a decision. That God is about to come into the human world. And this time around, he's coming in the form of a newborn child. But among the millions on the face of the earth, when heaven was making this decision, you are the one that heaven considered to be the mother of God. Wow. The wife of the king at that time was there. The Pharisees and the Sahindrins were there. The great men and the great women in the land were there. The rich were there. The educated were there. Many people were there. But God decided that, oh, I will choose this young damsel. We call it God's own discretion. This morning, this week, in this month of favor, May heaven decide to favor you in the name of Jesus. When heaven is decided, you know that whatever the king is, he always favor people. One of the things about the king is the king always will favor people. When the king speaks, when you are a king and you don't favor people, it means you are not powerful. One of the ways to measure the greatness of a king and his kingdom is how he favor people. In his kingdom. And I pray that in this month. God will favor you. When God is making a decision. To favor somebody. May he locate you. Because it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with him. May you be favored. Two. When you read Luke chapter number two. Verse 40. The Bible says. That the child grew in healthy and strong. Uh, sorry. That the child grew up. Healthy and strong. He was filled with wisdom. And God's favor was on him. There he's talking about Jesus. Even when Jesus came into the world. He needed favor. Because favor strategically positions you. And distinguishes you from all others. It brings what we call uniqueness into your life. It makes you a standout. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Jesus 
found favor with God. May you find favor with God. And that is why, you see, you, you could tell in the life of Jesus that, you see, Bible says everywhere he went, he was doing good. That guy became like a fragrance in the community. Whenever he enters into a community, people run to him. Favor has positioned him and has made him a blessing. That everywhere he goes, he releases blessings. I pray for you. That your life will not be like Jabez. Where your life causes pain, but your life will be like Christ himself. Where you become a fountain of life. That all those who come and connect with you, they will receive life. When people are in dead situations and they get into your territory, you influence their lives and you'll be able to help them and to save them from death and give them life. In the name of Jesus. Because you are in the month of favor. Favor will make it happen and it will bring it to pass. The second way you can also tap into favor with God is by your relationship with one who had, who had God's approval. By your relationship with one who had God's approval. Now, somebody can also be a connection or can connect you to favor with God. Because that person had already received divine approval. In other words, he or she has received favor with God. And because of that, he is strategically positioned for God's glory to be revealed in that person. So once you become partner with that person, that life flows into you. And let me give you a typical example. When you read the book of 2 Samuel, chapter number 9. Now, uh, because of time, I'm not going to read all, but write it down. So that when you go home, you take your time to read. The book of Samuel, 2 Samuel, chapter 9, talks about it got to a time in the kingdom of David, especially after David has already been fully established as a king. Now the whole nation has come together and they've made him a king. You know, David's kingdom started, when he started ruling Israel, he first got two, Judah and Benjamin. They made him a king. And then afterwards, the ten also agreed and then would join in. Now, when David had been given the right and the order to lead the nation together, David remembered something. said his relationship with Jonathan really, really turned his life around. When he entered into the house of Saul, he found Saul's son who became a good friend. And Jonathan helped David so much so well. So David by divine approval and becoming the king of Israel, having access to everything in the land, he has the power to determine how this God's own resources be distributed. That is the power of a king. He determines the distribution of the wealth of the kingdom. And he can decide to give half of the kingdom to anybody he wants. And David says something, says it got to a time where David became so worried where he wanted to honor Jonathan. So he asks in his kingdom, is there anybody left in the house of Saul? 
They said, why can't? He said, because I want to show that person how the kindness of God works. Now, the word kindness is another word for what? Favor. Now, it means that I want to do something for that person, not because of him, but because of Jonathan. Jonathan is approved. But Jonathan is not alive. But David wants to honor Jonathan, so he's looking for somebody coming from the household of Saul and to show that person kindness. Now, the reason why David made a statement when you read the, new, you read the old King James, says, I want to show him the kindness of God. Not just kindness. In other words, I want to show him how the favor of God works. Now, because it was a right statement. There, let me tell you why this is very critical. Because according to the writings that God gave to Moses, Jerusalem, which is the city of God, anybody who has disability, anything that has disability cannot enter Jerusalem. Because it is the city of God. In the house of God, there should be no disability. Two, somebody with disability cannot enter the palace and to sit with the king. No, it's right, it's wrong. So David said, what I'm going to do is the kindness of God. David did not know who was alive. But he was told that Saul has a grandchild, a, a great-grandchild, because it's Jonathan's what? Son. So it's Saul's grandchild. Then the person was very specific. He says, Solomon, I said, Jonathan has a child. But let me tell you the story about that child came before anything. He said, that child is a lame person. In other words, King, even though you want to show some kind of kindness to the house of Saul, the one that is left, that you may decide to show him kindness, he doesn't qualify. Because he is what? A lame person. Then David said, go and bring him because it is not about what the kingdom says. It's about what God says. This morning, this month, people will look at you and say, you don't deserve it. They are right in their own sense and by their own decisions. But it's not about their decision. It's about your connection. It's about your connection with Christ. Now, because Bible says, because of Jesus, the Father is willing to give everything to them that believe in him. Because of his love for the son, he's more than willing to give him everything for us. So, David commanded them to bring who? Mephibosheth to the palace. When the news got to Mephibosheth, he said, oh, who am I? A dog like me. Why? Because the Bible says he was somewhere in Lodiba. Now, if you look at the word, the meaning of the word Lodiba, Lodiba means down. Because of his situation and his father and grandfather have lost the throne, they've taken him to down, down. Life has taken him to the deepest down, hiding where there is no hope, living as a cripple. But the favor of God that knows no boundary was able to what? To negate through life and be able to go down the deep and bring that which was in the dungeon in the pit and brought him to the palace. I pray for you this month. May the favor of God 
which comes through by connection, divine connection, locate you and bring you out of any bondage, bring you out of any downstream, and bring you to the limelight, bring you to the place of influence and honor, bring you to the place of greatness and life, where people will look at you and say, hey, you are different. What happened to you? Beloved, God is the one that has happened to you. May God happen to you this month. May God be that which will happen to you in the month of February. Like Mephibosheth, you will be brought out. When men are saying there is a casting down, you will rise up and say, there is a lifting up. When others' lives are going down the stream, you will stand and watch because you will be going up the stream. Hallelujah. Because it is what? The favor of God. It brings on common blessings. Who am I to sit at the table with the king? Who am I to be in the city of the Most High? Who am I to be continuously be in the house of the king? But when favor elevates you, it has the power to protect you. This man is not about you. Know this. It's about who? God. And it's about your connection. Who is your connection? Jesus is the one. Because of your relationship with Jesus, I don't know whether you've known this, where you have um, a friend whose father maybe is the president or a very prominent person in the community. And then maybe you go to school together. Maybe your friend's father owns a big, a multi-million dollar business. So you go to him and say, Charlie, you know, we are all classmates and uh, you know something, I've been looking for a job, but I'm not getting one. And the old friend say, you know something, I'll talk to my daddy on your behalf. That day when you go home, you will sleep. Because you know that if your friend is going to talk to his dad, God, the father cannot refuse the son. Especially if the son is a beloved son. The father will honor the son by granting him his request. I pray because the father loves Jesus. And your connection with Jesus is intact. May heaven locate you. The third, which is the last but not the least, is your personal relationship with God. Your personal relationship with God is one of the things that can position you for divine favor. Remember I said favor is by merit. Now the merit is your connection and what you do for the one that owns the favor. So I want you to know this that in the book of 1 Kings chapter 3 talking about King Solomon now, King Solomon, because of his connection with David, he was elevated. And he became the king of the land. But something happened. He enjoyed the benefits of David. But it got to a point he needs another level in his life. He needs to rise to another level. But David's connection cannot take him there. Because there is a level your connection with someone else can lift you up to. And there's another level where your own connection can also what? Position you for God to favor you. So Bible says that when you read from the chapter 1, it talks about David and the way he led the nation and the things he did. But when you come to that, it says there's something that David couldn't do. 
Among all the good things David did, there is something David couldn't, his faith couldn't elevate him to that level. I pray that your faith in God will cause you to do things that are uncommon so that you will receive uncommon visitation of God. The Bible says Solomon considered in his heart. And you know what he did? He offered thousands of sacrifice. He takes sheep, thousand, cows, thousand. Uh, everything that he decided to offer, thousands. The Bible says, when he did that, God said, Ah, Solomon, I've never seen this before. Indeed, your father was a man after my heart. But he couldn't grow to this level. Bible says, in the night Solomon went to bed, God visited him in his dream. And said, what do you want me to do for you? What? Solomon said, God, I need just wisdom. God said, you know something? I'm not going to give you only wisdom. I'm going to ask to you what you did not ask. I will bless you. And I will make your enemies your friends. I will lift you above that there will be no king in history that will be like you. And indeed, no king in history.